Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Glorio Chat, the best anime podcast on the internet. Uh, we have a lot of anime to talk about today, so Ugh, the worst I'm... part of running an anime blog, talking about <laughs> anime. Yes. Well, uh, that said, I'm going to do our best not to go off on an extended Genshin Impact uh, tangent here. Uh, so, G, you're gonna have to help me out with that. Try to keep uh, keep things in check here. Yeah, me famously famously known for keeping things on track. I will do my <laughs> best here. <laughs> yes. So um, it is the new anime season. Uh, it's fall 2020, or sorry, Zig, autumn 2020. Thank you. I should feel better. Uh, there's quite a few new shows. We've watched a lot, and actually, we've had a couple surprises. You know, I don't know if any of them are particularly like fantastic, but certainly interesting and. I think we're having an eye on quite a few of these going forward. So. I think, in general, it's been way... Like, this season has been way better than I expected so far. And granted, like, my ex- my expectations were rock bottom. But mm. there's actually some fairly interesting stuff. There, there's, there's a lot of things that earned episode two, which is not something we can say every season, so... Sure, we could... We could... Yeah, we could, we could, we we could say that, I guess. Yes, interesting, <laughs> interesting. I, I I don't know if I would frankly call the season good, but interesting. Yes, sure. there's a lot of stuff that could pan out one way or another, depending on how it goes. Right. Um. I. I it's not like last season where there was like, well, I got nothing left to watch. So. <laughs> All right. So before we get into the actual anime discussion, let's just introduce everybody. I'm Jell. I am joined by Iro. Still here. Not dead yet. Still with us. G? I'm not going to talk about Genshin Impact because uh, I don't want to anger the podcast gods again because the last time I opened up my mouth about Genshin Impact, uh, I, I was struck down and my my internet <laughs> connection was severed. So yes, clearly... This is, this is totally not our second take here. So clearly uh, Genshin Impact is uh, is cursed discussion on this yeah, podcast. I, I'm sure we will find some time in the future. I'm, I'll, I'll just sure. say right when, now. When they announce the inevitable anime adaptation. Yeah. It's it's a good game and it's it's, it's free what, six, so it doesn't hurt weeks, to try it. Six weeks from now when we have nothing left to talk about this season. Yeah. <laughs> and they have, they're dropping their next update, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Use Genshin Impact as an excuse to to start up the the gotcha the, 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 the pod, gotcha podcast okay. that we do yeah, like once every back. three years. Yeah. Um, well, if you like anime and Breath of the Wild, again, it's free. Doesn't hurt to try it. So Check Breath it of out. the Wild then. <laughs> well, two out of, one out of two anyway, but yes. And uh, as you just heard, we have Zig with us this week. I've avoided Genshin Impact by playing noted state-of-the-art game Donkey Kong Country 2 instead, so I'm hip Oof. with the kids, ah, as they Diddy's say. Conquest. I'm sorry to hear that. Eh, yeah. it's, it's not so bad when you've got infinite lives. Fine. Uh, sure. Alright. Well... Let's get into the anime. Like I said, there's quite a bit to talk about. Um, and we'll start with... Uh, <laughs> the hottest, I, newest anime. Yeah, I wanted to just mention this because of the ridiculous stunt they've pulled with uh, Higurashi when they cry. Which uh-huh. uh, 
was billed as a, a remake. Obviously, uh-huh. this is like uh, the first many... episode is basically the same as the first episode. Oh, a remake, you say? Right. Yeah, I, I mean, did they really bill it as a remake, though? They just said, we're making a new Higurashi, and yeah. didn't really it, go into too many details I'm pretty, about it. I'm pretty sure I saw a remake going around. So, the official title at the beginning was the Higurashi When They Cry New. Um, uh-huh. and Brotherhood. Like, Yes, like we, like we said, the first episode was pretty much exactly the same, right, you guys were saying, as the original series. And then the second episode, they kind of pull the, I guess, pull the rug out from that, and it's actually, I don't know if it's a alternate take or huh. a sequel or something. I mean, Higurashi um, is so lousy with alternate timeline bullshit anyway that yeah. like it, it's kind of hard to tell. So are you telling me that this new Higurashi is trying to pull a fan- Final Fantasy VII remake? No, more like a rebuild of Evangelion. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> like, look, I, f- I feel like that seems very on brand for this series to do something like that. But I thought it was kind of ridiculous how... Um, they rather than just air the episode and everybody just going what what happened uh they made like a big announcement like we're changing the title to the actual true title which is uh higurashi when they cry go or something like that yeah, here's, here's <laughs> this Im- here's this image of and uh, here's the real good. here's the real key yeah. art for the series this right. key art which spoils one of the major plot twists by the way but yeah. i mean that's a thing right if this is cl- if this is not meant to be a remake anymore well i mean this is this is similar to the discourse around the fi- around Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1 of, like, what is a spoiler anymore if suddenly the work decides that it is doing something... I mean, we, we don't... I mean, I guess that's the... I've never watched the original, so I'm basing this purely off your guys' description, but if it's supposedly trying to do something different... I mean, the only thing is, I don't really have a huge amount of experience with Higurashi. I know it mostly through cu- cultural osmosis, but that first episode wasn't good. And there's no, <laughs> like, why would you, there's no point in, in trying to deceive people if you're deceiving them into what they're watching is a bad show. So I'm not really sure how well this stunt works, to be honest. Oh, I don't know, man. So, so are you telling me that, that, that episode two, like, it looks better. I couldn't even be asked to watch episode two. So. Oh, okay, because I'm gonna say like, is this one? Yeah. Of, I don't know, man. I was like, man, yeah, I don't really... think there was gonna be any change in production value. Uh, on yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, man, would it be such a ballsy move to like make your first episode look like shit on purpose and then like come episode two and then you're like, actually, Utapon is storyboarding Higurashi. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I mean, there's there's a reason why everybody says that beginnings are important and it's because beginnings are important i think at this point it's probably for if there's any fans still left out there in 2020 i'm sure they're uh, excited that's probably all that this is there's probably the only people interested in this at this point so i guess we can just let that one uh let that one die then <laughs> fine by me yeah um, but hey, they tried something, I guess. Speaking of a show <laughs> that really is really trying something. Hmm. All right, yeah let's 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 get to let's something more. All right, let's get into fun this. to talk yeah. about. <laughs> what is let's our, talk what, about what is our hot boy rap group name? 
that, oh, we, sh- that we shout in the opening. Oh, I can't. You can't put I, me on the spot for a. I mean, it would like probably that. just be Glorio, right? Like, we, know, I mean, we're already the, the Glorio yeah, crew, right? right? Yeah. Like, it's like it's Is kind of it, it's short and snappy enough. Sounds like the word glory, you know? Like it, it, uh, it, it works. Yeah, but they kind of have a second true, second crew after Mad Trigger crew. I mean, I will say that my entire experience of performing rap is playing rock band and singing Give It Away in an right. exaggeratedly English Before, accent, we, before so. we go off on all these little tangents, let's just say what the show is. Yes, uh, yes. Hypnosis Mike Division Rap Battle Rhyme Anima. Uh-huh. The, One more time. The title that can't... What a great title. title that just can't stop. What a great title for an anime. Um, I would think this pretty much panned out exactly where we were anticipating, where yep. the premise is great... Um, it's the... The presentation is fairly bombastic. No, yeah, like, the, yeah it's even, not bad. Yeah, the art direction's not bad. Like, it's a it's a solid-looking show. Yeah, and it's, it's you know, just refresh everyone's memory. It's, uh, you know, the women have taken over the world and now and, and ended all violent, uh, all, all war and violence and, and destroyed all yeah. deadly weapons. And now everyone can only fight by their special uh, weaponized microphones. Except, and, except and, according to those episodes, there's still plenty of violence happening. Yeah, yes, but it's they, being committed by psychic microphones, so it's really not the same at all, basically. Doesn't oh, count no. at all. Come on. Yeah, I, I I think my one of my favorite stupid details is how they actually like hold the microphones like a weapon. Like, right. I didn't get to watch dude, episode dude. two, but okay. I saw screen- oh, dude. Oh, I saw man. screenshots oh. of uh, some guy like holding a lady oh, hostage by, with like got, a microphone you, you up got, to her you, face. You gotta say that, though, dude. I, Ear and I watched episode two, and man, oh man, there's okay. Oh, it's it's <laughs> it's great. All right, so I, I so I think that so we we, I, we loved the concept, but the music is the music really sucks. Bad. The music sucks. <laughs> the dudes can't rap like at all. Like, like there's a couple of dudes there where you're like, all right, like you you could like, you know, you, you could drop bars, okay? Like you're kind of like a, you know, I I know I literally brought him up last time, but you know you're like a a John Cena tier rapper. Like you can you can <laughs> rhyme a bit, like. <laughs> Hey man, John Cena's got some flow. He he does, he does. I'm not like I said. I said John Cena tier. I'm not like like of you know like like you're just starting to 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 brush up against like technical competent like technical rap competency, but most of them are just like it's it's the Japanese equivalent of white dudes like sing talking to a beat and not very good beats at that. Like it's uh, so, some of the beats were okay. Um... Yeah, like yeah, I know, like you said, like Mad Trigger Cruise, like Dr. Dre adjacent inspired, like '90s West Coast beat. I I liked I liked that one because it sounded like if you asked somebody to make the beat to uh, California Love, but you didn't want to get copyright. (laughs) Oh wow, yeah, that's a good way of putting it, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so just like the off-brand commercial, yeah, which is like even funnier to me because like the Mad Trigger crew, like I mean, of of the crews we've introduced so far, having the most like ninety West Coast nineties like adjacent sound, but their group is comprised of a fucking soldier, a cop, and a gangster or something. Right, they're, they're like the least West Coast. Yeah. Uh... It's like as un-West Coast as you could get. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I think my main issue is that the rapping is not good enough to be catchy, but it's not bad enough to be funny, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Oh, no, it's, 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 I mean, it's bad enough. <laughs> I, I, definitely, I definitely had some fun laughing at it, but I, some of that, I, I mean, the issue is, like, I mean, a ton of that's probably just the visuals, right? Like, it's so over the top, you know, summoning yeah. these, like, right. skeleton-faced subwoofer mics out of the sky or, like... You know, well, you can I, forgive. Uh, you I, can forgive a lot with the the visuals, but it's. I can't still... say I wasn't amused. You oh know? no, it I, was... I, I thought that there was you know some some decent stuff there, but yeah, like like a solid soundtrack would really go the would have really have elevated this, and I think that's a yeah. thing, right? Like you know, we've even gotten comments on our first look about this that like, no, this isn't for us, honestly, right? Like this is a vehicle. This is an idle vehicle, a multimedia male idle vehicle, and it's. This is literally it's little literally the case of they got a group together and we're like we need a gimmick and our gimmick is gonna be rap rap yeah and it doesn't matter if they actually rap or not it's just that I mean if I want to get really like harsh here it's just we're appropriating the aesthetics of of rap and you know packaging it with hot boys and you know but right I mean it's not like the Western music industry is like not guilty oh no of that I either, believe me so. yeah I, I I'm not I'm not trying to throw stones in glass houses here but uh yeah the thing like the thing with that though is like okay yeah I get it it's it's a pretty boy idol vehicle but it could have been both yeah, if the music right. was good I wouldn't have cared <laughs> I mean I'm I'm just not a big fan of like I get why pretty boy idol shows and pretty girl idol shows exist but that doesn't mean I find them interesting or entertaining or worthwhile at all, quite yeah. frankly. I mean, you know... But this one, I think, has a different level of spectacle right. than your average uh, I mean, show. That's definitely combined a... with like a good soundtrack would have been at least fun to watch, yeah. right? Like, there's definitely a level of self-awareness there. There's just probably not quite as much as I would have right. liked. I think, I think Zig put it the right way. That, like, you can definitely tell the show is poking fun at itself a little bit, like... It, it, it intrinsically has to be because of just how absurd the things it's it's portraying are, but it does play it a little maybe too straight. Like, the characters are, you know, like, look, I, I get it. The characters are, you know, they're male idol archetypes, right? You know, they're, but, like, they're not quite goofy enough to to completely sell this, like, ridiculous premise. Right. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. Uh, like I said, I, I kind of wanted to watch an ep- episode two, but I didn't have time. You should I don't know you what... should watch episode two, Jill. I think did um, did anything change? No, or, uh... no. But there's um, <laughs> do you just have the robber who busts in the store, holds a woman at mic point, and and the police <laughs> the Open. police literally say drop the mic. <laughs> Uh-huh. And I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a Summers I don't know if it's the actual writing but I fucking but and I, I feel like that's probably not an intentional joke and and so I laughed at that I was like that's pretty funny but then then uh-huh. they escalated to the next level where the robber then rips his shirt off and reveals he's got a suicide vest of Mike strapped to his chest oh my and god and that's the part where see I that, totally that's the kind of thing I want it. that's the kind yeah, of thing I want. It's, that's where I completely lost it. It's, it's, like, I don't know, like, it seems like that where I'm like, I think they're a little, I think, I think they're definitely self-aware to a certain degree because, like, it's so patently absurd. Like, dude's got sticks, like, he's got, I mean, it's literally wired up like a suicide vest, like sticks of dynamite, except they're microphones, and you, it's... You can't do something that stupid and not realize and appreciate yeah, how stupid like, that is. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really 
over the top. And but the thing it did, and and it also did weirdly address my other complaint about the show that would be would have been a stronger complaint if the music was actually good. But like, the bad guys don't do any rapping. Like they call these rap battles, but it's just the hot boys rapping at at, at a target, and then they explode. Right, tenderloin right. shows up. The gang called Tenderloin. Also, yes, the gang called t- the Tenderloin, which, let me tell you, if you were in America and you called your gang the Tenderloin, you'd be getting <laughs> fucked in more ways than one, so. <laughs> they show up and they're like, we're gonna rap battle the Buster Bros, and then they don't. Right. The Buster well, Bros is, is, show is up. The end game, is the end game the other the crews battling each other, though? I mean, I they introduce... They to rap against the ladies or something. Well, right? they introduce a new crew in, in the second episode. or I mean, they're implied to be a new crew, so... Even though they don't do any rapping. Because it's another trio of hot boys. And uh, so I assume that that is probably eventually where they start angling things. But, I mean, so, we, we could not go without not go through a rap-centric conversation without mentioning the episode of Classicaloid where they turn Schubert into a rapper. Is it better yeah. than that? Because No, no, no not even close. I mean, well, that's the thing, right? Because that's we, the we, gold standard. I mean, it's... Franz Schubert's a better rapper than any of these people. Yes, yes. I mean... I, I, <laughs> I, I have takes on the Schubert sequence that I won't get into here. I but mean, like, fair. L- but, like... If we're grading on a curve. Yes, uh... yes, yes. Like, I mean, I've definitely heard a couple of weebs who have clearly never listened to a hip-hop album in their life be like, oh, Schubert's the best rapper I've ever heard. And I'm like, oh, no, look, mm, I mean, joking, the, the, we're, 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 we're need... being somewhat facetious. Right, like, you need to The maybe joke is li- that he's bad. Like, like the joke need... is that he's bad. Like, you need to listen to a couple more albums, my guy. Uh, but anyways, like, yes, like, the thing, I mean, that's the thing, right? Japan's made good hip-hop before, right? Like, it's, this is not, like, this right. is not unheard of, right? I'm not even talking about Justin Nujabee style, like, lo-fi beats stuff, right? Like, they've done, you know, like, Japan has kind of experienced, like, Japan's really into the trap scene for some reason. Like, they're, like, Japanese, like, oh boy. Tra- trap is, like, really blowing up can right you, now. Can you tell me what that means? Because I don't know what that means. It's a, it's a, it's a type of beat and flow yeah. that's a little more, it's one of the more modern, that's kind of what's hot yeah, these days. Yeah, it's very, like... Compared to the... You know, me being the the old school, I only like I only like nineties. You like you uh, your nineties old man stuff. Yes. I, 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 I'm largely with Joe on that. But, uh, yeah, the, the the trap stuff. I'm just like, eh. Right, but, it's a bit I, more but, uh, like traps. A bit more electronic-y. Yeah, yeah, like it's a lot more aggressive. But I mean, I mean, the point is, I'm bringing up is like when people think of Japanese hip hop, they tend to think of just Nujabis, God rest his soul. But like, they they have like you know. They they do like there's a quite a bit of variety there. Like I'm not gonna right, like right. this is not gonna be G's 101 on Japanese hip hop segment, but like you know you got like the more modern stuff like Miyachi and JP the Wavy. But like if you want the more like old school 90s stuff, you got like Buddha Brand, you got like King Gidra, you have pre 2000s Rhymester, which I love saying his name Rhymester because it's very funny to me because no American rapper could ever get away with the name Rhymester, but a Japanese rapper sure can. <laughs> But, so it's like, there is a scene there, and it's just, like, again, this show's not right. for us, but, like... Yeah, right, that, it's because, the it's because they're, they're going with the idol formula where you get the popular voice actors and make them do it. Yeah, force fucking Sho Hayami, the 60-year-old man, to rap for you. <laughs> and that could be great, that could be great, if they just I really, into it. 
I really, really wanted him to be good. God, in my heart of hearts, like you, you know that you, you would know that yeah, we actually, seriously. you know, we would live in the blessed dimension if if Show Hayami turned out to be a fucking god tier rapper. But he was probably the worst one. Was, um, no, I think that it was him and the military guy. I really think the military guy in Mad Trigger Crew yeah. was like awful, just like zero flow, like. Like yeah. the other dudes could at least like sync talk kind of. That dude was. Yeah, I think the only ones close to decent were like the the leader of the uh, the Buster, Buster Bros. Bros was it? Yeah, yeah, he's and, he's all right. And the 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 blonde host guy was all right. Calling a gang the Buster Bros. By the way, just makes me think that it's just Cloud and Zach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they're still harder than anything in. Uh, Ikebukuro uh, Westgate Park, which we'll get to, but um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll, all, we'll get to that eventually. Why do they um, all have Splatoon eyes. Oh right, their eyes. Yeah, like, thank you. I could only, oh, yeah. I could well, only the, I, think of that as some suit was like, oh, we're doing like the music and the street, and the kids like the Splatoon, the Splatoon is pretty like street. Splatoon, right? Splatoon's like that, and uh, they got the eyes, so we gotta get the eyes uh, like the squids. Except you know what? I would make I would make the legitimate argument. Splatoon is more street than Hypnosis Mike. <laughs> like Pearl and Marina dressed up as Biggie and Tupac for an event. Like, yeah, that um, that that game <laughs> is more legit than Hypnosis Mike. All right, before uh, just just one last thing, can we just, can we just talk about the whole like women dictator things? Oh, the mommy thing? dictators. I <laughs> I can't like... tell if it's meant to be arch social commentary or they're just really that clueless. Like, like that's what I'm trying to because like they're kind of the bad guys, right? And I I, I get the, I I feel like I get the uh, the feminists have one vibe off of that oh, uh, a little sure, bit. Yeah, sure. yeah, like that's that's the kind of vibe I was getting as well, and. Like I don't know if it's meant to be a slam dunk or something, but women took over the world. I don't know where that would fit in the. I don't know where that would fit in the context of a of a male idol show targeted at a female audience. Also, so I don't like, know if it was really intentional to make any commentary on that. You know, but as we said about the premise, like if they're trying to make commentary about feminism, then they really fucked up because the world of hypnosis. Mike sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they banned war. Enough. Yeah, I was gonna say women take over the world and end war is not exactly the dunk that you might think. Right, is, like I'm when you're like, oh no, the di- the, the dictator mommy's won. We don't we war is abolished. It's like Yeah. I did not expect the anime version of Lysistrata to be like this. That was a joke nobody else got understood. I, I'm sorry, let's dude, move on. That, that dropped like a lead balloon. <laughs> yeah, yeah let's move on. I, I don't I don't get that. Let's reference. let's move on um, from that. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so right. let's move on We've to something else. We've talked way too long about that. <laughs> let's let's move on to uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, the big uh, Shonen Jump show this season. Yep, your usual weekly yeah. Shonen Jump vehicle. It seems this is one of the few shows like on the list I didn't watch, but if you guys want to fill me in how that went, I know we were interested because of the director. Yep. With uh, Sung Ho Park directing. You continue to be interested because of the director. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's better than God of High School. I'll give you that much. Garo <laughs> Divine Flame was an extremely good movie. Yeah, I mean, Vanishing Line was good. Yeah. So, what is the actual like deal? What is like the actual premise of this show? Okay, so this is, it's, it's yeah. Go ahead. Oh, you know, okay. So it's it's you've heard it a million times before. Regular high school kid wants to live a normal life. Discovers that there are evil ghosts. He 
takes a gamble on absorbing demonic power, and now he fights ghosts. Like, it's... Yep. You know, you've, you've heard it a million times. Um, the... The thing that, I guess, yeah, is maybe still keeping me around is, like, yeah, first of all, it's Sungho Park's directing. Like, it... It's... When it pops off, it really pops off. Like, Sungho Park always does. And... Uh, I guess for me, like, the thing that, like... I want this show to convince me to stick with it, but right. The oh, it's it's like a many a shonen jump. The beginning is really slow. Like I've, like I talked to some people who've read the manga, and I was like, "Is it really this fucking like bad at the start?" And most people are like, "Oh yeah, dude, it's like like the first like eight chapters or whatever." And I was like, "All right, well," but I mean, I I think. Part of the problem for me, at least, as somebody who historically has kind of liked shonen action shows, is that the shonen jump formula is so heavily commodified at this point right. that it's it's kind of diff- like beyond just a house style. It's become you know a house framework, right? Of like how stories are told, and it it's just not interesting or exciting to see a new one of these. Yeah, I mean that's definitely the problem. I. The thing that, like, makes me want to stick around is, like, the show dangles, like, bits and pieces that I find interesting. Whether it's, like, I don't know, like, whether they'll, like, lean into it. Like, maybe that's one of the issues is, like, every now and then it kind of does lean into, like, a bit of a sinister edge to it that I like. That, like, that I'm, like, I want to see more of that. But then because it's something the publishing shown in Jump, like, it's it, 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 it cuts back to, it's like, ah, comical, not chibi, but, like, you know, comical stylized moments, you know, or, like... Silly pratfalls. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know, in between these, like, moments that feel a lot more, like... I mean, they do feel like Garo, kind of, like, sinister, dark fantasy. But mm. it, it, it lingers, mm. it lingers on them, but it doesn't, like... It doesn't, like, relish them enough to, like, really make it the dominant personality of, of the show. It, it's very odd to me because you'd think that, you know, competition for places in Shonen Jump is so fierce. You'd think that stories would come right out of the gate and try and put their best foot forward, you know, try and get to the good stuff as fast as possible. So it's always odd to me that they do start so slow and again that's maybe that's just because I mean sometimes you know. I wonder how much of that is the author and how much of that is editorial right like right. because we kn- we know that jump we- jump demanding that the stories be more jump alike right like shonen jump is famous for like I mean we were literally just right. talking about how you know there's such a set framework for these things yeah like I mean a great example of this I mean it's not getting an anime anytime soon but like to speak of another shonen jump is like chainsaw man which like Right now, in its current iteration, like, right now where it is currently in the manga, could not even be described as shonen. Like, it it would be impossible to compare current Chainsaw Man to anything being currently published in Weekly Shonen Jump, or anything published in its entire history. But its first, like, ten chapters were very much, like... Here's the crew you join. Here's the char- here's your, here's your Sasuke and Sakura right, yeah. equivalent. Here's the Hokage. Here's like the MacGuffins we have to collect, right? Like it, 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 it very much seems... still followed those paces. And it was only yeah. until later when I suspect, which is what happens, is that once a shonen jump thing finds success, the editorial backs off. Right. It almost seems like authors have to like Trojan Trojan horse their good ideas <laughs> in like in the f- under, like, the shadow of generic shonen action yeah. adventure. And, um, 
you know, I, I don't, I mean, again, obviously, you know, none of us know the internal workings of the Japanese manga industry. We can only go on hearsay. But the word is, obviously, that in, in Japan, in the manga world, that editors have perhaps a great deal more power than they do in Western comics. And right. it certainly seems like, to me at least, the last maybe 10 years of Shonen Jump have, have not been particularly inspiring Perhaps for that reason, right? It might even be twenty. I um, know, like you say, we, ten. I'm like, it might yeah. be longer at but, this point. Uh, we should probably yeah, I mean, swing back to talking about the it, show. It kind of makes sense because, like the 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 name Shonen Jump as like right. a serialized publication yeah. is its own. If we, if we want, if entity, we, if we right, want to but... switch to talking about old Shonen Jump, we can talk about Dragon Quest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which, which, I did not put that on the list. But, I know. Uh, I was just saying, like Jujutsu Kaisen follows all of the modern Shonen Jump stuff we've come to expect. Then Dragon Quest followed follows all of the Shonen Jump stuff we've come to expect from thirty years ago. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's like to get back to the show itself. I, I mean, again, yeah. It's I don't dislike it. You know, it's not offensive to my sensibilities in the way that God of High School was, where it was like insultingly stupid. It's just it's just kind of slow. It's and yeah. I mean, I will say the opening. It's a really good opening. Like it, it might be one of the strongest OPs of the season for it's me. It's a good ED too. Yeah, really good ED of like really like like I can't even describe it. It's like sketchy lines coloring outside of the lines, like kind of like kids dancing music video kind of vibe to it, which <laughs> is like I'm super into. It's, it's not the vibe I expected that... at all, but I, I will say that my hero academia aside, it does seem a little while since one of these Shonen Jump properties has blown up big in anime form. I mean, uh, I guess you Demon can make Slayer. Them... <laughs> right. Oh, Demon right. Slayer yeah, was no, last okay, year. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I know right. it's easy for us to forget Demon Slayer exists, but yeah, no, you're, you're for right. the rest of the world. Yeah. You're right. I, was I was a huge deal. I was going to say Black Clover kind of is ticking along in the background yeah, as well, yeah. but. You're right, Demon Slayer was huge, so I, I guess that sort of invalidates my point. Well, but, but I do see um, what you mean, because, like, Demon Slayer, I mean... It was a by, short thing, it was right? A short Demon thing, Slayer was, yeah, yeah fairly you, self-contained. You, you kind of mean, like, a My Hero Academia-style, like, constant titan that, like, stays yeah, or, relevant. Or, you know, One Piece or Dragon Ball, oh, sure. you know, something I mean, yes, on yes. that cultural titan level. I, I know you can't expect those to show up every day, obviously, but yeah. it does seem like does seem like that, that you know with the amount of content they're cra- they're cranking out it does seem like it's been a while yeah i mean i will say if yeah. nothing else i do appreciate that they're tr- maybe it's because you know we all grew up in the era of like oh time for studio piro to put out like 80 episodes of this thing like, i do appreciate that we <laughs> right. kind of live in this era where like jujutsu kaisen can have a director like sungho park you know that it can be handled by a studio like mappa like that's Right, you know, right. or, or for example, by Hero Academia being handled by you know like the Bones A team. Like it's cool that they're finally treating these anime as something that like is not just going to be supplementary, not just like an animated commercial for the manga, but like something that will be like a proper spectacle in its own right. I mean, I will say, I I will say that I think the decision to make My Hero Academia in seasons rather than as a continuous you know like grinding pit of filler and stuff has has hugely benefited it i think i think that yeah. it's yeah. it's much we, higher quality because of that yeah 
we can't uh, get too far off on the state of Shonen Jump here. In general, I know we have here, so many other shows. Uh, we do. <laughs> we have we have talked about My Hero Academia that that aspect of it before. Uh, so which, but uh, you, you guys gonna keep watching this? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, or well, for, at least for a couple for, episodes. For these kind of like for Shonen Jump, like the thing is like more than the three episode rule. The thing I would say is usually I'm waiting until the conclusion of their equivalent of like say. The Zabuza arc, or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Or what, what did you say, Yero? Sorry. No, you're right. Zabuza arc right, like, is better than like, the like, student exam. Arc. Like, the yeah. first big, like, you know, proper Conflict. villain, yeah. you know, confrontation. Because that is usually when these kind of shows prove themselves one way or the other. Right. Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye on that one and move along to next show on our list, Warlords of... Sirjifa? I don't know how you're supposed yeah, to say that. I don't know. Watch, we didn't even watch talk Kotobuki instead. Yeah, that's Yeah, <laughs> we didn't even we didn't even talk about this in the preview until and then I saw oh it has World War Two girls in World War Two planes. I need to give this to Better G. Better hand this slop to G. He'll eat it up <laughs> like the fucking pig he is. Um so I think there were definitely some parallels to draw between, as Iroh just mentioned, the the magnificent Kotobuki, but I take it that show was better than this. Yep. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into it here, but like, Kotobuki loved, it loved planes, it loved dogfighting, like you could feel it in every fiber of its being, like, you know, it, it it was it was a plane anime with choreography, like like a kung fu movie. The planes like planes flown by different people flew in different styles, like that's that's the attention of detail they gave to that show. And so, sure, he was about planes. This thing is about girls, girls who happen to pilot, you know, pilot planes have planes as a seasoning. Yeah, and I mean, it's just like the show's just kind of bland all around. Like it doesn't really have a very strongly defined personality, or it can't seem to commit to one because it opens up like a very grim, like ah, this other worldly force is attacking, and mankind's weaponry is helpless against it, but. An individual claiming to be the god Odin will bestow the Valkyrie upon mankind to fight back. <laughs> you know, very self-serious, like, ah, the flames of war, you know, where we, you know, it's where the main character is the, is, 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 is the Grim Reaper Valkyrie, you know. Every squad she's ever been in has a 99.99% casualty rate. And, you know, she's all fucked up as a result. <laughs> and then, as soon as she gets transferred to, like, the backwater base in Japan... It becomes like goofy fun time high right. school girl antics and it's here's the other pilots and here's how they're all anime yeah like they're all goofy cute girl archetypes you know you got the Genki one and you got like the nice one who's actually a speed demon and you got like the tsundere oh. genius who like is tries to act cool but she's kind of lame <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, yeah, and it's just like the characters are like. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not about to say ah, Kotobuki. <laughs> what great, great writing? Characters, <laughs> what no. characters? I can't even no. remember their fucking names. The only thing I can remember is oh, one of them really liked pancakes, and the other one yeah, right. weightlifted. So that's yeah. all I remember. <laughs> I mean, right? It's like we say watch Kotobuki instead. It is not as if Kotobuki had better writing. Or anything, but no, had, but Kotobuki, but Kotobuki's final boss brought out a fucking jet in an anime that had been about prop planes entirely up till then. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, 
like that is an anime that understood ah how do how do you how do you introduce a boss fight in an anime about World War Two planes introducing shit, but yeah, it's just like yeah I don't know like Warlords of whatever is uh, I don't know yeah it's just like the plane parts are not that interesting the characters are really annoying just like just grating to listen to it's no there's not no. No good, nothing good to yeah. hang your hat on. Like, there's a it, couple right? of segments that do look pretty cool. Like, you know, the planes, the planes do some cool stuff here and there. You know, there's an Atano Circus. You know, there's it has bits and pieces that are like not completely irredeemable, but they're just not enough to, you know, to convince yeah. me to stick around. Right. I like. Okay. I, don't, I don't see what the like hook is. It just feels like so many anime pieces glued together i mean the hook in the, is in the hopes in the hopes of casting a wide net Go yeah ahead. the the hook is here are two things which you nerds like planes and girls and, <laughs> i mean, I, mean like, I found the, i found the hook i'm looking at i'm looking at the ann page the hook is illustrator from nanoha and writer from ReZero. Right, I mean, that I, is a thing. That is. I think that probably tells hook. you. Yeah, that probably tells you the target audience in that case. I forgot uh, about the ReZero well, connection. Yeah. Um. What was the other? There was one other girls' airplane. Girly show Air Reese. Force. High school. Oh fleet. right! Oh god! The memories just flooded back into me as soon as you said that. <sighs> oh, I actually watched that the one. The thing that, that I mean, the thing that kills my soul is like this may be a controversial opinion to have for plain otaku, but like. I don't I don't think World War II planes are that cool. Like I appreciate them. I appreciate right. the the mastery of like the of, of like of of mastering these analog planes and their, you know, analog instruments, but like I prefer jets generally and Girly Air Force was about jets, but everything else about it was fucking god awful. <laughs> yeah, that one cuz that one the girls were literally the jets, yes, right? Yes, that was. Like literally, like he was going oh, to have right. sex with He was going to fuck Jack. that plane. This is just like Upote yes. or whatever, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Even more so, because I think in, in uh, Girly Air Force, they actually turn it. Well. <laughs> we can't we do this to, We need now. to move yes, on. Yes, we have to get into that. On. They are the Jets. Yeah, let's move on. Let's talk about um, Talentless Nana, which I feel like, if anything on this list, we should throw an extra spoiler flag on. If you're interested at all in the show, stop listening now and skip to the next one. Uh, yeah, um, I I won't. I should won't I watch this? <laughs> I think, I think it's probably so. I won't say the twist is the only reason to watch it, but it's it's certainly the headlining feature. You know, I, I will right. say if oh, if the twist did not exist, there would be no reason to watch this. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I will say that the first seven to ten minutes of this are absolutely excruciating they are so bad <laughs> right. oh, no. and in some ways it's kind of it's i think the point I mean, is, is they're this, setting you is up this, is this literally kind of what i was getting at with the uh, with higurashi of like i mean this is an example of that done well if that makes sense right. because okay. so let's get it out of the way first the big twist is that the nano of the title is actually an assassin sent to kill all the other characters or at least that's what we assume at this point um, but I th- I think, you know, what makes those first few minutes so excruciating is that they spend so long setting up this horrible, boring, useless 
scenario where it seems like it's trying to be a cheap My Hero Academia ripoff and main character is just every, you know, outcast, bullied idiot at school who's been in these shows ever. Um, but I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and assume it was at least partially deliberate because... Once we get into the middle part of the show, even before the twist, I think there's actually some semi-decent character writing. You know, they actually take some time to dig into our supposed main character's backstory, you know. And a lot of it is cliche. He's got a, you know, a distant dad who sort of emotionally abuses him and all that kind of stuff, you know. But there is some actual right. decent writing. And, you know, they make Nana, who turns out, of course, to be our main character, kind of clever and you know there's there's at least some advanced planning here in the way that she manipulates uh fake protag around and i think even before the twist i was coming around on like the quality of the character to character interaction but the twist does do a really good job of like you know setting in stone all that stuff it's like oh you were doing this deliberately this was deliberate and they actually spell right. out the stuff that they were doing deliberately right yeah, um, I have to say, I didn't have the twist spoiled for me, but the only reason I watched it is because I heard there was something that there was, that a was not twist. as it seems. Yeah. See, I, I went in 100% yeah. cold. So I, mean, I feel like even knowing that much kind of ruined it a little bit for me, because even just knowing that much, you can you're just see the twist coming. But also, like, here's the thing, as someone who just got spoiled on this right now in this podcast, like... I am more likely to at least give that a watch now than right. I was ever going to otherwise because right. The flip side of that would be I would have just never even right. and, looked at it. And like disclaimer, so, I only watched this because it was assigned to me. You know, right. So I do feel like just going completely blind would be the best way to do it. But yeah, um, yeah I, I, even so, I appreciated like you said the way they set it up. I think I think all that like I think they were really leaning into this is a generic right high school superpower I mean, kid it, thing it, in the beginning. It even has the generic first episode climax as well. Right. And it, yeah, right. And it's like the 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 main the main guy doesn't have a doesn't have a superpower. Oh, no. Except he does, and it's actually he can cancel all the other. He has Imagine Breaker, uh, of course. And it's like and, and it's like you're like oh this is so bad. But I I think I think that was like ninety five percent intentional to and and I can appreciate that they they set you up and for that. The only thing I will say is that I mean they like many animes they play the opening at the end of the first episode and I was a little concerned about how it's all blood and darkness and this is so right. edgy and I really hope that they hmm. don't go in that direction. Oh, what but, was that show? Oh man, there was a show that this is reminding me a lot of that I can't remember anymore. Was it um, the uh, the one with the weird babysitter who was actually a no, mass no. murderer? I'm sorry, just the premise and combined with you talking oh, about God, like, that show. its extremely edgy presentation of its OP. Like, I don't Jell, I think you watched maybe bits of this as well. It was like, there was like girl assassins and like... Riddle Story of Death. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> a riddle story yeah man here how do you remember that that's the it's the one where i I've, i'm still mad that they didn't actually just name it the devil's Riddle. yeah Riddles. right right so because of it, right sense. yes the main thing we remember now is just its awful title but yeah it's kind of in that neighborhood or it looks like they're going into that neighborhood um and that is kind of my concern now that the twist is out um I don't know if the show's actually going to be good from here. Right, like will if, it actually have the like, substance to like... Put, put it this right. way, though. I'm interested to find out. 
that's a lot more than yeah. I was expecting. I think it, I think it, it it earns another episode or two, maybe the three episode test on this one, because because now that the you know the real show is going to start, now we're going to see what it's really about, and I don't know if they have the chops to pull off what they're. It's because I feel like it's kind. Of, I feel like it's pretty ambitious what they're Absolutely, trying to do. Yeah, I mean, like, and I, I don't know if they have the chops to do it. We'll have to see, I guess. I, I saw some encouraging signs, and and I will definitely give it a few more episodes to try and see what they can do with it. Right. So, you know, chalk that up as one of the big surprises I think this season. Definitely. That uh, you know, for something that looked completely <laughs> disposable, a complete non complete non entity, uh, actually had uh, something going on with it. So. Um. Yeah, I think that's as much as we can. I mean, we've kind of already spoiled it a bit, but there's uh, there's more to check out in there. I think it's worth if that sounds interesting, checking it out. Okay, let's move along to Iwakakiru Sport Climbing Girls. Um, that's uh, pretty much what we got. <laughs> there, were, yep. there were girls climbing they, they, and not a whole lot they else let on G this make one. an anime and he made an anime except except they except I, I, I don't know G. except except yeah. the show isn't made for me like i thought because like, yes yes we yes the jo- jokes aside like no actually i don't think the show is actually like that interested in appealing to like my specific demographic like i don't know did you watch episode two i did not watch episode okay two. episode two is the first time in a while where i've like audibly shouted at an anime because oh, no. I, ha- I was having such a bad time with it like like okay so well let me let me just set the stage yeah. a little more so episode one they do absolutely nothing new or interesting it's nothing it's the it's the it's the the uh the girl who doesn't want to know what doesn't know what she wants to do with her life and stumbles upon a school club and joins the school club, and she turns out to be naturally just very good at it. In this case, because she's good at puzzle games, I don't understand She's a gamer! That, yeah, and uh, that translates to solving rock climbing like a puzzle. But, uh, and, you know, she has to, you know, challenge the, the, the one hard-ass girl in the club to join the club, and, you know, it's... It's fine but also like nothing particularly exciting about no, it it's... i mean the, the directing's kind of okay like they try to make the rock climbing look as exciting as they possibly can but at the end of the day it's rock it's climbing, rock climbing. <laughs> like so like it's <laughs> so like the intense camera angles and everything yeah, can only do you so can only much do so i mean much. they like they try yeah. but like rock climbing is yeah. a very impressive physical feat like no lie it's just that like from right, the, right, from, right. from, from, from the outside that, observer but... though it's it's not the most right. like kinetic or exciting activity to watch and right yeah but it's not just that it's like it's multiple like factors so, like kind of like really ruin this for me like if i want to be really gratuitous the first thing i can get into is like only one of the four <laughs> girls in that cast is actually like is like visibly physically fit like, it's the try-hard girl who's got, like, visible abs and, like, you know, defined delts. But, like, all the other girls just kind of look like regular anime girls, which, like... Look, man, if you're gonna make an anime about the sport that produces some of the most physically fit people on the planet, like... Right. You probably lean into it, is all I'm saying. Yeah. But... Yeah. So, did it get worse in episode two? Oh, dude, is that it what... gets bad. So, like, 
You know, episode one ends with like, ah, you know, she lost a challenge, but she proved her mettle, right? She earned the begrudging respect of the try-hard girl, right? And then, you know, they're like, and now, hey, by the way, you're gonna, you know, now we're gonna go to, uh, our team's going to the tournament tomorrow. You're gonna be participating in the tournament tomorrow. Like, you're a person who literally started Uh the sport today. And so they go to the team tournament and turns out that there's no tension at all because turns out the blonde girl and the red-haired girl are like literally the number like one and two best rock climbers in this in their like district or something. Oh, okay. So they just mop it yeah, up. Yeah, but like of course they introduce uh the pros from the other regions, you know. Right. Except like the character designs I find are like really like weirdly off-putting to me like Again, like, I'm not saying that, like, your rock climber girls all gotta be, like, super fucking ripped, but, like, so they, like, introduce, like, this girl who's, like, ah, she's the champ of, like, the rival district or whatever, you know, and she's super tall, and, like, she's got black wavy goth hair, and, you know, she's got, like, the bags under her eyes, she's the tired girl archetype, right? And she, like, talks creepy. But also, she has bunny ears. Like, she wears a bunny ears headband. Uh, what? Excuse me? But, All right. But she's known what, as... Wait, 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 wait. But, but she's known <laughs> as the spider because of how good at climbing <laughs> she is. And, like, the theming is just, like, completely, like... It's it's so inconsistent. Like, I, like... Like, remove the head, remove the bunny ears headband, and you call this girl the spider. I'm like, all right, I get it. You know, she's like a creepy goth chick. <laughs> but then the bunny ears, and I'm like, wait, like... Where did this part, like, <laughs> you know, come up? And they introduce another girl who's, like, a try-hard. She's also a try-hard, but she's meant to contrast with our try-hard because she's a try-hard gatekeeper who, like, purposely gives bad advice to newbies to try to get them to quit the hobby. Like, and she talks entirely in cat puns, and it's fucking excruciating. Does she oh, have that, cat that ears? Match I mean, this this sounds like an attempt to graft what people normally find cute and endearing about girls in these shows onto right. it, and an entirely like, unsuitable you know, backdrop. They they introduce, in the, they cold open again in the second episode with another character we haven't seen before, except unlike last time, where in the first episode it was an actual real rock climber, this time they introduce, ah, it turns out actually Japan's best rock climber is this teen idol, who I guess rock climbing is her, is her gimmick? I oh, And well. she sings songs? I don't it's, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me if that was a real thing. I mean, to be okay, honest, you're but... right. It's Japan. I know. <laughs> but it's just like, I'm just like. It's still about rock climbing. Don't get me wrong. The episode itself right. still focuses pretty heavily on, like, hey, rock climbing. But it's like. So you have all these, like, aesthetic elements that don't gel. And then the thing that actually really gets me is the main character, like. She started less than 24 hours ago. Right, and, right, right. like, she does badly in her first preliminary match, right? Or, 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 or you know, whatever, right? Your, your preliminary qualifications or whatever. And she's, like, already doing the, like, arms on her knees, head down. Like, I failed the right. team. I'm worthless. I should quit. Like, you know, my senpais are so cool and awesome and I'm so fucking shit and awful. Like, I should right, just... it's been 24 hours. Right, it's like, and I'm like, I'm shouting at my screen. Like, it's so been 24 it's what, hours. 
it's one of those shows then. Yeah, like, it's, it just yeah. sounds like it's straight jacketed by obeying like every genre cliche in yeah, the letterbox. No, it's, it, it's it's kind of sad because like as even even though like I didn't love the first episode, it was still playing it kind of straight, right? Like it wasn't like yeah. They didn't, they weren't introducing bunny ears and all that in the first episode. Like they were still taking it somewhat seriously, I guess. And maybe they are still. I mean, I didn't even mention some of the other but... characters they introduced that are the other regional champs. Like, okay, admittedly there is one who is called what is she called? Like, Mix Miss Maxim Muscle or something, and she's like hella ripped. But then like the others they introduce is like a motorcycle gang chick. Which, like, I'm not okay. against motorcycle gang chicks, but why is she a rock climber? Like, she's even got, like, the wooden sword and everything? I'm not sure, like, you know, yeah. there's another girl they introduce that's called the Black Panther, except she has white hair, and that confuses me. <laughs> maybe maybe they're gonna make a gotcha game out of it. I don't know, man, it's just... Yeah. It's bad. Alright. Well, that's probably more time than that show deserved. Uh, <laughs> so, we can move along to our, uh... Dogakogo block, I guess, here. Um, I We didn't even talk about their, their other show on the preview podcast, but uh, that other show was Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle. Um, and I was surprised it actually turned out to be pretty good. Um, it is the type of uh, terrible people comedy that I okay, usually naturally. like. Yes, your speciality. Uh, <laughs> this, this is the this is the, and this is by the monthly girls Nozaki Kun team, so it looks very uh, good. The Dogakobo A team. Yeah, p- pretty much their A team. Bad news. Um, that's probably their B team. <laughs> uh. well, I don't know who the, I don't know who their A team would be at this point. But, I don't know. Um, probably the Lolicon shit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But uh, but th- th- this was this was a lot of fun. It was kind of a fun premise. There's this princess that gets kidnapped by the demon king, but uh, rather than care about that, she just wants to get a good night's sleep. And she's a terrible person, so she will lie, cheat, and murder what uh, do whatever she needs to do to get uh, like a better pillow or something All like right, that. Yeah, relatable. Um, yeah, and it's it's pretty it's pretty funny. Like the the humor is like. I'm not going to say it's dark, but there's a bit of black humor in there. I, uh, I saw a lot of talk around that this was like a really strong debut, but also like n- nobody seemed sure that they would be able to keep it up for more than a few episodes, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, is it one of those, I mean, it's a pretty... Is it one of those shows where there's one joke and it it depends yeah. on how well you can get what you can get out of that one joke? Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think there's room for a little more variety on the joke, but I think they're going to have to, like, introduce some, like, more characters and stuff, because it's very much focused on, like, her and, like, whatever, you know, there's, like, some other monsters and stuff in the castle that she's murdering or whatever, but, uh... Okay. I think there would have to be more, like, more to the cast or something, different interactions to keep it going, but for the first episode, it was pretty good. They had a lot of, um, pretty solid jokes, like, um... One <laughs> at one point she just straight up dies. Uh, she like falls in lava or something, and uh, the you know the on call demon priest resurrects her, and she's like disappointed she didn't get more rest while she was yeah. dead. Big Man. mood, um, highly <laughs> relatable. This is relatable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so there's 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 some jokes like that in there, and uh, you know, like I said, it's my particular brand of comedy, so I don't know if everybody anybody else in the, the Gloria Clue crew would actually enjoy it, but. Um, I was having fun with it, and it's just a question of 
whether or not they can uh, find other other avenues for jokes so it's not the same thing over and over again speaking of jokes <laughs> that said oh, yes boy. it was not nearly as funny and for all the wrong reasons as uh ikebukuro westgate park so I-, I want to open this by saying that even though this show was made by japanese people and because it's the modern anime industry probably also korean people uh chinese people vietnamese people you know this was probably the whitest thing i have ever seen <laughs> dude this show is so fucking lame holy shit smoking so, kills so a little little refresher this is supposed to be about some street gang it's business like the, the third going or fourth on. show of the season. I know, right? Like, there's like a weird yeah, there's quite a theme few... of shows taking place in Ikabukuro this season. Yeah, there's quite a few, but this one is like, I feels like intentionally leaning the most into it, I into guess. Into the Bukuro but, uh, culture, you mean? Yeah, and we got this this guy who's like friends with this this big street gang. And they're just like the biggest nerds on the planet. A street gang um, headed by a guy in what looks like a crimped velvet suit. <laughs> right. I, I think, I think we all have our favorite unintentionally funny moments. Mine personally was when the the boss guy is like, "I want you to investigate this. I don't care if it's dot 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 legal." That's <laughs> like. I think I think for me the part where I lost it and maybe not for the not not even just for the wrong reasons but not even for a good reason is like the part where the the, the Japanese cops are talking about how like the authorities are losing the war on drugs and like to imply Christ. that in 20 fucking 20 is like I mean, it is darkly hilarious for all the wrong reasons to me for, like, anyone to say with a straight face, oh, yeah, no, the police, the police are up against the wall in the war on drugs. Yeah, no, the gangs are definitely winning, guys. I right. I don't know. Or even, like, just their treatment of, of like, drugs in general when they bust into, like, the... The grow, the, uh, the grow the, up and... The fucking they're, they're, evil they're, grow up. Like, it's like a normal-ass grow up and they're yes. tra- treating it like it's somebody's, like, murder sex dungeon. It's, it's like... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, as someone who's, like, seen a couple grow-ups in California, I was like, oh, this seems like a remarkably, like, mundane one by comparison. <laughs> I mean, how about the bit where they, like, plan to send the guy down by, like, planting this tiny little doggy bag of weed, uh, like, so in the most right, conspicuous yeah. way possible? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, like, they're supposed to be, like, a cool street gang or something, and they're basically cops. Right, I mean, they basically like, dude, work with the cops. Dude has two contacts, two underworld contacts, and oh, they're both... Right cops right like that's the thing right this isn't even like like look man all right like you can get into a whole tangent about how like in yakuza kiryu kazuma is like generally pretty chummy with the cops but like at least he still mostly hangs out with criminals like right like ikabukuro westgate park is like i mean what i said in our post is like it's toothless like it's a show that like but it, it's, think, but it thinks it's a fucking shark. Like, like, right, it's, that's it's, the it's thing. It's trying like, to be hard, but it doesn't know how. It right. is the vanilla I, ice of gang shows. The, the way I yeah. put it in my post is that this show feels like it was written by middle-aged men whose only understanding of the streets is having watched ten minutes of Boys in the Hood and having once seen the cover of a Busta Rhymes album. Right. Yeah, it's... I mean that's the thing. Like I think you, you could do you could do like a comedy or something where the, the there's a street gang that thinks they're hard, but they're actually a bunch of losers. <laughs> God, but this show so really thinks it's being super cool, 
and it is like the, the complete opposite of I mean, whatever the opposite in of the, cool is. In their is. first this episode, is... they decided that the best way, their best foot forward to like dis- depict how rough and tumble life is on the streets of Ikebukuro is to have main character babysit this twelve-year-old girl who causes. <laughs> well, trouble. I mean, look. Oh no, no. Wait, we had that. We had that. Uh, that uh, drug addict guy that lost his oh, mind. Oh yeah. So right, when, like, when he wandered, when he wandered onto the stage and like gang leader velvet suit dude shows up, <laughs> I just got like uncontrollable flashbacks right. to the walk-off scene <laughs> in Zoolander. I expected yeah. David Bowie to show up all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> also, like that dude acting <laughs> like you know he's like on PC or something when he's realistically just like high on a little bit of weed is like I mean again look we've he would just be sleeping in an alley or something right I mean like, look man right. like when I get high I just get sleepy like I don't I don't want to go right, anywhere you turn into a uh a, a zombie, right? It's, uh, best killer zombie. zombie or best comedy of the season by a mile. <sighs> what was that? What was that anime with super weed? Was that um uh, what was it called? It's the it's the tight moon one, right? Like. Uh, are you sure you're not mixing it up with uh, Hitman 2 where there's super cocaine? No. no there's, a, there's like a thing, like a no, super marijuana. You, you are like... correct. That is the that is the remaining Garnsters movie we have not yet watched. Today. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Did I spoil super marijuana <laughs> it's, no, for it's sake? fine. Uh... Man, what's, what's even All the point right. in watching it now I know that it involves super yeah, marijuana? Yeah, this show's lame. We can move on. Uh... I'm just going to point out, while while Dogakoba's good show was done by the Nozaki team, this was done by the Sing Yesterday for Me people, so maybe that, um. we should have seen that, maybe we should have seen that coming. Uh, but, I feel you know. like you're blackening the name of Sing Yesterday for me, for yeah, even, I was say, uh, even like, associating sing- it with this. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I didn't I, love that show, I feel like Sing Yesterday at least deserves I, better than to be lumped in with this show. <laughs> at least I finished watching that, I right, suppose, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Alright. Let's move on to another not-so-great show. Uh, I wanted to mention Noblesse, because that is the third of the three big Webtoon, uh, webtoon yeah, adaptations yeah. that Crunchyroll has put out under their <clears throat> Crunchyroll Originals name. Um, I tried to watch this and had absolutely no idea what was going on, because they pick up right where the random 2016 OVA left uh, off four years ago. Is this how, like, fucking D. Grayman or whatever came back in 2016 or something and picked up where the previous season, like, ten years ago? Ah, you mean, yeah. you mean a Full Metal Panic season yeah, four? Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I did not want to watch the OVA, so I, I kind of skimmed through it and just based off the scriptures and everything, kind of got an idea of what was going on, but... If, if, if you actually pull up the new show on Crunchyroll, they have a big banner underneath it saying, watch the OVA sure. before you watch this. So, just throwing that out there if anybody's actually interested in it. I still don't know if I fully understand what was going on. I mean, there's a guy that comes back so a vampire or from right? hundreds of years ago. I think I guess he's a vampire. I don't know if they're really clear on that. but uh, And he's trying to acclimate to modern life, which is kind of funny but then the like the tone's like all over the place sure, like sure. sometimes it's funny sometimes there's people getting murdered oh, right you know sometimes it's just you know uh, there's one scene where there's one of the other guys is beating up this bully guy in the parking lot or something i don't know and, and the other thing is like i feel like i could not tell who like the main character was there was like three different guys that were like getting equal spot spotlight during the episode and it just felt like a mess. Like I don't know if it was an. Ad- I don't know if that's like the source or if just the the adaptation is bad. I forget. Um, this is a crunchy. This is another Crunchyroll production. But is, is this also a webtoon? 
Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's one of the big, one of the big webtoons. We keep saying um, one of the big webtoons. How many big webtoons are there? Well, I think the three that they picked to adapt are the, the like those are the ones the I threw. Right. Anyway. Okay. I believe this is the but, only one that's finished. <laughs> Oh really? Well, I mean, yeah. clearly Crunchyroll sees the market there, and apparently it's successful because they I mean, keep funding these things. Yeah. But I, like, I don't know if they're just like. I, I guess yeah. I th- I have a feeling they were banking a lot of people being familiar with Up the source. They're just growing more and more popular. So, but um, and I will say one more thing. Like I skimmed through the OVA. The OVA actually looks really nice because sure. it's an OVA. Uh-huh. Um, the TV show, not so much. Well, I mean, that's uh, to be expected. No, but like more so than usual. Oh, well. like, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It was serviceable at best, and and like coming a hot off of the OVA, which looks really nice, to the TV show did not do it any favors either. But um, everybody's in it. Ex- in it is extremely hot though. Great. So um, love it. If you like uh, hot sad boys punching each other, it's probably right up Pun- your alley. Would we rather have them punch each other than rapping at each other? Oh man, if these were rapping uh, vampires. Well, have we confirmed that er- that there are no vampires in hypnosis? Oh, Mike? you're I right. Mm. I mean, the dude pulled off, pulled out like his big like skeleton. Yeah, and, and, we and, have and to stop talking about hypnosis. They, Mike. they don't. They we don't have, have to <laughs> stop. They don't have an emo goth crew yet. Yeah, they could totally fill yeah, in. I mean, that's Speaking the, of emo goths, game. our next show. Oh, well, What's our next show? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sure. sure. I have I have not watched this. So. All right, yeah, let's, so let's move on to uh, Moriarty the Patriot. Um, I got to admit, I tried to watch this and I fell asleep, so Zig, you may have to help us on this one. <laughs> wow, really starting uh, me off with a man. blinder there, Damn. aren't you? Fucking dump- Moriarty got dumpstered. <laughs> what could I, what could I uh, say? What could I say after that? Um, so, I, I think I've... Well, first of all, I, I this wasn't even my radar because I'm like so tired of Sherlock Holmes or Sherlock yeah, Holmes adjacent same. stories. Understandable. Of course, Moriarty is referring to the you know the big Sherlock Holmes villain. But um, what if he was a hot anime boy and also through? What no? Hey, I take it back. What if instead of uh, what you think of Moriarty, he was three hot anime boys who were brothers? What? Yes. Oh. So this thing. Is is odd and Moriarty was and the Buster Bros. Like, uh, <laughs> what if they sort a rap crew? Sorry, go go ahead, Zig. So, so sorry, this Zig. thing go ahead. currently at least has like basically no connection to the Sherlock Holmes mythos, aside yeah. from the fact it is set in Victorian London. But, I mean, um, the, the Conan Doyle estate would sue otherwise, right? I feel like they're pretty like tigious these days. Uh, I feel like. Is, is sh- I mean, they're going to have to do something to connect it at some point, You'd though, think right? so, like, but what's isn't the point? Sherlock Holmes out of copyright at this point? Well, my understanding is that there was a bit of a, uh, a headline the other day. I really apologize for this tangent, but now that I've brought it up... Is this the apparently... Sherlock Holmes is not allowed to show emotion thing? Yeah, that thing, yeah. Like... The, um... Uh, the, the kid in the beginning of the episode, while I was still awake, was actually reading a Sherlock Holmes yes. book. I wonder if this so. is a US copyright versus other copyright things mm. there. But anyway, the, the but point anyway, is yeah. that there's, for this first episode at least, that there is basically no Sherlock Holmesian involvement. Holmes himself is never mentioned or shows up. So, yes, as Ivo mentioned, uh, Professor James Moriarty is now William James Moriarty, an extremely attractive blonde young man. Um, but the thing is, for a show which is, you know, follows the time-tested time anime tradition of 
it's so and so, but he's a hot girl or hot guy now. Um, this was surprisingly good. I thought actually it's uh fairly dark and pretty gory. Um, there's a murder mystery that is about a member of the English upper classes hunting down uh boys and mercilessly slaughtering them, and basically Moriarty uh, tracks him down and then gives him what for to a certain extent and um i think as a mystery it didn't really hold up to much but it's a decent tone piece um it it was surprisingly dark like i said the basic gist is that moriarty is some kind of like victorian punisher and he and his two brothers were like <laughs> right, yeah. like track down people and like people who are outside the law and then take horrible revenge on them or let their victims have horrible revenge on them yeah I did wake up around that part because he he lets one of the the fathers yeah. of the one of the boys that got kidnapped deal with the uh, the kidnapper and or boy so. he deals with him um, yeah yeah and uh, yeah I mean like I think that you know it has a good pot boiler atmosphere going I don't think that the Ikimen bits are too distracting quite frankly like it still puts the characters front and center. And um, it looks lovely. It's a production IG thing, and it's really nicely done. There's lots of really nice shots, a good reproduction of Victorian London, some great character animation. Oh, that's, that's where all the production IG is. Yeah, because they're doing they're doing no blast. Yeah. Too, so. um, uh, I will say it's production IG, and because of some of the same staff involved, Moriarty just looks like Reinhard von Lohengram from <laughs> Legend of Galactic Heroes, Die Neue These. Oh, DNT. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he does, actually. But yeah, like, I'm I'm not prepared to declare it, like, an instant classic or whatever, but I, I, I was impressed by, like, the, the atmosphere and, you know, how well it tells a basic revenge story. And, like I said, I think I was most surprised by the fact that, like, you were talking about how um, stuff like, you know, uh, Climbing Girls, like the genre kind of overrides the actual story they're trying to tell. Here it felt like the opposite. It felt like, you know, yes, Moriarty and his brothers are very attractive men, but it doesn't really dwell on that so much. It's more, you know, it, it got into the teeth of the mystery and the murder and all that kind of stuff. So I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, actually. I, I'm gonna predict he's gonna show down with hot Sherlock Holmes at I mean, some point. That's what you'd want, right? I feel like the they have I feel to. like the obvious like, path you... here is obviously you have Moriarty who is like, you know, operating outside the law versus Holmes who is like, you know, the personifi- something oh, like that, or like right. the personification of lawful I mean, good. Isn't that like literally the exact opposite of the dynamic or I mean like, <laughs> like Framing framing Holmes as the the antagonist and Moriarty as the, like the hero or antihero or whatever would be the flip. No, no, I meant whole, I like... meant framing Sherlock Holmes as a force of order, but you know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like Holmes oh, has right. been portrayed yes. like every which way from Sundays. These Fair days, enough. Yes. You know, right. like like in in a certain sense, this character doesn't even really have to be Moriarty, um, and certainly it diverges a great deal from the Sherlock Holmes canon, but. Um, you know, I, I feel like that is the obvious path you would go. Obviously, I don't know that they will do that, but I, I would like there to be a connection to Sherlock Holmes and all that stuff at some point. You know, otherwise it just becomes, uh, I say just, but otherwise it, it is we, just like a murder mystery come revenge show. They should have pulled a they should put a they should have pulled a Lupin and just made the Moriarty brothers like. <laughs> Moriarty's like bastard children or something. I mean, it, that, it's certainly... that history forgot. <laughs> It, right. it certainly has, like, some of the Lupin stuff in the sense that, you know, like, it, it's kind of like, 
you know you're rooting for the ostensible bad guys and like um you know it's definitely a jace though obviously modern lupin is a good deal more jaunty than that and kind of like generally shies away from explicit violence but you know, it, right. This was pretty deadly oh, serious. Yeah. There was not, it, there was zero fun being. Had, I, I just uh, meant more appropriate the name, but don't actually <laughs> use the figure in question. Right, right. I right, mean, right. like they right. would hardly be the first to do that. Like, you know, I mean, even the basic idea of Hot Moriarty from his viewpoint has been done a lot before. So, it, it's it's less. I mean, this is definitely one where I felt like presentation and like moment-to-moment storytelling was much more interesting than the than the big picture view right okay well um we'll see how that goes i mean i i joke about me falling asleep i think that was more me being tired than the show being bad but it is not a uh a fun show either so like like you got to be ready to for to sit down and pay attention it's definitely an atmosphere piece i think right so um you know Joking aside, I'm not necessarily saying it was a bad show, just, you know, I probably should have drank some caffeine beforehand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we'll we'll see how that goes. Again, I'm still predicting uh, Hot Sherlock Holmes will, ha- will happen, but we'll see. All right. Let's move on to Adachi and Shinomura. Did any of you guys watch this? Other yes. Than me? Um, I did not. Th- okay. Do you want to take this IRO or shall I? Uh <laughs> I, I don't know. If I, I, I mean, I, I watched okay. it. Okay, I watched I'll, it too. Um, I'll start, shall I? Then um, I found this one puzzling. Um, I think, you know, watching it and all the marketing material and all that kind of stuff suggested that it would be kind of like a fairly highbrow, like, um, you know, two girl friendship, maybe romance, kind of with a bit of surreality to it, and it's beautiful and it's got lovely art and stuff, and there's definitely quite a bit of you know, the, you know, alienated outcast girl is befriended by an ordinary girl and they kind of get a thing going, so to speak. But it's also occasionally weirdly horny. Like... Yeah, the director can't keep it in yeah, his like, and, That's and like the it, biggest it's problem It's really with the show. jarring to the overall tone, right? Like, there's there's right. the occasional, like, vivacious shot of thighs or boobs or stuff like that, and it it's it's odd and it really disrupts the gentle tone that, like, the rest of the show has. And, and that, to me, was kind of like... It, it really took me out of it, you know? And, like, yeah. and then I found out that this is from the same author who did Denpa, Honor, whatever... Uh, that show yeah. was called a few seasons back, which I mostly remember a few because seasons. <laughs> I'm sorry, a few uh, seasons, whatever. Like time know, is a flat yeah, yeah. circle. Um, from 2015 or whatever, and um, like I mostly remember that show for producing like a, a startling number of horny figures. So, <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you that that show is from 2011. Oh God. Right, oh, I was like, dude, yeah. that show's old, right? Like that, yeah, that. That's going. That's going way back. That's pre glorial yeah. Okay, well, uh, you know, whatever. Like I said, time that doesn't yes. doesn't mean anything anymore. Um, but you <laughs> yeah. know, it, it's so, it's odd because like I, there were really moments where I felt like they they got what they were going for. You know, it looks lovely. A weird astronaut shows up at the end, and it's kind of freaky, and I'm into that, but. I, I just wish that they could perhaps decide what they were going for. Right. I... Because, like, I really liked it other than the the director, the directing. Because, like you said, like, it doesn't match up with uh-huh. what's 
else is happening on screen. Like they're ha- they're having like like I really liked the writing and the dialogue and everything. Uh, it, it's a little overly romanticized and all that, but I thought it, I liked it. It's um, meandering in and, a good way, I would say. Uh, right, it's meandering. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's more of a, a style uh, right. This is the type uh, disagreement of disagreement on style dialogue the, which I do not enjoy. So yes, um, it is not it is not straightforward dialogue. It's it's a little more roundabout. But I, I like I thought it was actually good, and it's just it doesn't make any sense why there had to be so much just uh, horny camera work on it. Um, and you know I don't know. I don't know if it has to do like the source is a light novel, obviously. So I don't know how much, of, but it's the male demographic. Right. I don't know how much of that has to do with that, or if it's just the director's choice of, man, I sure like high school girl thighs. It um, also does one of my least favorite things, where it's like, haha, look, here's the girl with big boobs. We're so funny for pointing yes. it out, and then they just do all the stuff anyway, and it's like the least funny thing in the universe. But it's fine because we pointed it out, and ugh. right. Uh-huh. Right, self-awareness doesn't is not an excuse for just doing it. Anyway. I just like don't see how like where the show could go with the premise and the way it it works. Like, I feel like this would just be eleven episodes of the same type of roundabout dialogue flirting with no nothing else happening. And maybe you know, maybe maybe that's what you want is some sort of some sort of slice of life thing, where the where this yeah, relationship I think, is. I think I think, but yeah, I think there'll be a slow burn progress on it because if it it seems like I don't know, I, f- I feel like this is the some setup of their... set up so that you can say it's a slow burn and have no burn. Uh. <laughs> so, some some of their some of their like inner monologue in the first episode is like past tense. Like something has already happened in the future, but um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't. I don't know if there's anything else we can tell from the first right. episode. We would just have to see more of it. Like what what's going on with the little astronaut person? Apparently, uh, <laughs> I've been told as a reference to Dempaona. So that's okay. all I got. Well, we'll have to dig through the memory banks from nearly I'm ten good. years ago on that one. I guess <laughs> I don't. I don't even remember if I watched that show or not. To be honest. Uh, so long ago but yeah i th- i think there was a lot of potential here and i'm not confident that they're totally going to reach it they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot unfortunately um uh, yeah <laughs> i will i'll give it another episode we'll see all right uh, for a show on the like complete opposite end of the spectrum uh... <laughs> yes um <laughs> let's talk about akudama drive I'm gonna say let's let's cancel Cyberpunk Cyberpunk 2077. We don't need it anymore, dude. Akadama Drive uh, is so fucking cool. Let let those let those people uh, let those poor overworked people rest. I got huge Babuki Buranki vibes from this, and that is a compliment because it was so crazy and like so completely anime in like the most over the top sense of that word. I was finally having fun watching something this season. Yeah, like as Eero could attest, like I think us we we were watching that and like that was like the I think the first show this season we were just like like you know the moment like you know so we were talking about look we're gonna bring it up uh ikabukuro westgate park one more time but like you know Uh one of the things we didn't really get into is just like how little personality that show has like it's about the mean streets of ikabukuro but like there's nothing like 
it does there's nothing authentic about it, it doesn't convey a personality uh, to a yeah. neighborhood whereas right even in its opening minutes of akadama drive like we don't need narrator scroll we don't need a monologue just give you just a, see give us a holographic crab and a zeppelin so, that says public execution yeah, yeah these public these these panning shots of fucking neo doton bori see like, like i i i disagree i actually thought that the opening was fairly flat because i was like oh look it's another anime that looks like blade runner you know and it wasn't until like they really begin to like let the stupid stuff off the leash where i was like okay i, mean, I get I mean, what sure, you're going fine, for like whatever but like my point is like this setting already has so much personality to it like everything about the set dressing of of this show is like i, I am in love with it like you know the holographic stuff the advertisements like you know the you know the set dressing like you know, a bit later in the show, where they're in the like the police station, and like all the busts of the past commissioners are like holograms instead of like actual statue busts. Like all that stuff is like that is like primo like that is primo concept art material. Like that is the stuff that artists look at, and they're like, man, somebody had a lot of fun coming up with all this stuff. And right. like there's just so much personality to it. Like immediately, like you you, you immediately like. You know, as Iro said, right? Like, you don't need like a, someone to say, you know, you don't need your Harrison Ford, you know, you know, the year is blah blah blah, Blade Runner shit, right? Because like, you see a fucking advertisement for a public execution happening, like, it's it's all there, and that's even before the characters show up, and then once they do, like, and <laughs> you know, the dude with the bike shoots out grappling hooks, and like, is Spider Man <laughs> swinging around? I mean, it's I, like, I think we're we're pretty much oh, in agreement yeah. that that like. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're pretty much in agreement yeah, that that is the moment. You know, that is the like, moment where it fully embraces its complete cartoon. Right, I, I was a little unsure if I was supposed to be taking, like, how seriously I was supposed to be taking it until that happens, and I went, oh, okay. Yeah. And then, like, once they start doing like the very like stylish, like persona adjacent character introduction like sections, right? Everybody that uses their all out attack, yeah, it's like <laughs> animation. <laughs> she's just got a style to it, you know. Just like it's like you, yeah, you could just say, oh, just another cyberpunk, but like, I don't know. There's like something like I think there's something really like. Yeah, I mean, I was I was talking it. more about the world design, you know. I think once you get to the character design and the, you know those introduction cut-ins and a lot of the stuff they do, yes, absolutely, mm-hmm. it has a very unique style. You know, I think my argument was simply that the world design is not was not the thing which hooked me about this. You know, the music, the characters, you know, the camera work, the cut-ins—that's the stuff where I saw the style come through. Yeah, um, I did. I was a little unsure uh, once I noticed it was the Danganronpa guy. Uh, I will say, like, I enjoyed the premiere. I'm unsure of where we're going from here. Like, if if we just end up with a dwindling cast trying to kill each other, I don't. I don't think that might be less interesting. Yeah, I I was a little skeptical of the fact that they went into a death game at the end because you right. know that's what the Danganronpa guy does. We should really look up his name, by the way. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, I'm I I think there's a way for this to be fun. I think it's probably not the the path I would have chosen, but you know, it it yeah. it's uh. With shows like this, like, I, the chaotic energy is part of it, you know, and part of the chaos yeah. is that it could go any direction at any time. When I saw it was the, the guy that we don't have his name, uh, and I read the premise, I didn't even put it on our preview podcast, because I was like, this is just going to be, like, pure anime trash in a bad way, and then it turned out to be, like, 
in my opinion, pure anime trash in a good way, uh, <laughs> where it's just, like, so, like, it's the kind of, um, I don't know, just, like, ridiculous, over-the-top, stylish type of things you'd only get in, like, animation, right? Like, it's, and it was just, it was just fun, like, yes. We're having fun. <laughs> like, not a lot of these shows, like, a lot of these shows we can say they had good points, or we enjoyed them, whatever, but were we having fun? Maybe his not. Name, not to this degree. Kazutaka so. Kodaka. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that was a bit of a surprise for everybody, and I'm kind of glad it turned out that way. Yes. Yeah. I just Sometimes uh, you just want something we'll that is, like, weird and full of energy, and I think this definitely qualifies. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so let's move along to the day I became a god, not to be confused with by the grace oh, of the gods. That's what I was getting confused about. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't even want to talk about by the grace of the gods. That was the other Isekai slime show thing, right, which right, you can right. just read my post on it. Um, I mean, I would describe I most Isekai my... shows as Isekai, Isekai slime. So you can you can read my post and, and my the... story about my creepy yeah, English yeah. teacher from this high school. This is the but, June Maeda um, thing, isn't it? Yes. So this is the June Maeda key PA works every five years collaboration right. show. Because those have all been... Um, oh, great. this is the one. Okay, right. I forgot uh, we this... talked about this in our preview podcast. Yes. Um, so let me once again preface, I'm glad Junmaeda is still with us and uh, has not died from his mysterious heart disease. Uh-huh. But... Uh, sure. Yeah, not so glad about this one. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 almost... It's almost... Parody. Hilarious, like, how, like, on the nose it was, like, yep, this is... This is June Maeda. This is a key production. Um, it's the so the premise is like this little pink-haired girl in a nun uniform appears out of nowhere, and uh, um, she <laughs> she claims to be the the Norse god. Does Odin. she have a deadly Oh, it's just fucking disease. Warlords of Sin. Ah. Wait again, man. Two Odins in yeah. one season. Fuck man. Yep. So there's another Odin in this. Does she have uh, a spear? Does and... she have a six-legged steed? Does she have an Does eye she patch? Does she at least have an no. eye patch? Not no, even an eye patch. Like, a, come on. She's a she's a tiny pink haired girl who dress who's dressed like a nun. Uh, so the the only reference that they they show one um screenshot from her imagination where she has all the animals around her throne, but um, yeah, and so she claims to be Odin and that she can predict the future and that the world is going to end in thirty days. And for some reason, she has decided to spend the last thirty days with this boring, uh, you know, complete nothing protagonist boy. random generic guy uh and of course he doesn't believe her so a lot of the episode is her trying to convince him and she does he does at least convince him that something's going on because she starts like predicting the future on a bunch of things but he's still not totally sold on the we're all gonna die in 30 days thing and uh yeah it's she oh my god she's so annoying i can't I, she she's got the she's got the high uh-huh, little girl uh-huh, anime uh-huh. voice and she's yelling and screaming for half the episode because he won't believe her because of course the way the formula usually works with these shows is they they have like the silly anime hijinks in the uh-huh. beginning and then, then she reveals that she's up. dying uh right and then they need to well eventually it, the light orbs eventually or it's gonna be like I think eventually it's gonna be obvious to him that the world is actually ending in thirty days and then you've got that what would you do with the last, you know, two weeks of your life or something. I mean, uh-huh. since it's a key thing. show, there's also always the chance for time loop shenanigans. Yay. Yep, that's always a possibility too, so um 
went so yeah again this went exactly as expected uh you know i would say at least that it looks very nice it's the best looking one out of any of these shows um it's pa works pulling out all the stops on it i guess now that they don't have to do a pari ron mon right Um, jesus christ (laughs) can't get back into that show so um so yeah you have been warned on that uh, yeah. All, all right. right. Last yep. show on the list we have Taiso Samurai is Taiso Samurai, or Funimation is officially just calling it the Gymnastics Samurai. Wait, uh, because uh, I think that's what oh, Taiso fine. means. Fine, fine, fine. I'm just saying Taiso um, Samurai. At least like it, it, it's got a catchy hook to it. You know, it. it yeah, the, the literal the literal translation. Okay, is yeah, that 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 but, has a catchy hook to it. Unlike the show itself, yeah, um, which is all, all over right, the fucking so, shop. Man, that show that first episode was disappointing. Okay, so I will say just a little bit of positive about it. I did like the like the thematic concept of it. Of it's 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 not a high school story. It's a adult story. Sure, but, yeah, but you know the problem. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Joe. I'll, I'll get to the problems in a second. I'm trying. I'm I'm just trying to say that I will at least give him credit for um, telling a different story other than sure. You know, I've joined the high school gymnastics club. Right. This is more of a I'm entering my thirties. Right. What is the a next pro, stage of my basically life? Basically, a pro of... gymnast is reaching the end of his career because he's older than twenty-five and also has a sh- shoulder injury and, and a, a daughter. daughter. Yeah, he's uh, also he's and... a single dad. Let's not forget that. Right. So. Yes, he's a single dad, and uh, he, you know his his coach and peers are kind of pressuring him to retire, uh, and he doesn't really want to retire because he has fond memories of gymnastics. Uh, and then on a, trip to, on a trip to the Edo Wonderland toy set with his daughter <laughs> to try and soften the blow of him telling her he's going to retire from gymnastics. They meet some weird foreigner dressed as a ninja who follows them home. Uh, and the ninja... Yeah. Is a natural exi- acrobat Is a natural kind? acrobat. Also, they, gymnastics. they live with a talking bird? Yeah, there's some weird like, things going on. I, um, right. Is this our fault for going like, into this thinking, oh, look, it's Yuri on Ice. Yuri on Ice. Yeah, when this maybe. is like... Pro- maybe a little, a little bit. Like um, yeah, I don't think the the really bizarre, like, the bird and the whole ninja thing, I, I feel like that was not doing it right. any service. Like, I feel like this would have been better as a grounded type right. of um, story. And... I don't like where they're going with him. Apparently, come gonna try to come back and continue uh-huh. doing gymnastics. Like I kind of would have preferred I mean, the story of him trying to transition. Of out course, of that. he was going to. Man, it's it's a, it's right. one of these stories. This is so, always what they. Do. I I know, I know right. but I'm I mean, just saying there's, in, there's still in a my... chance that he could come back and realize he really hasn't got it anymore. Oh man, I, that would I, be I soul crushing. I do <laughs> like the, the 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 like criticism here is his reason like. His reasoning for not really wanting to retire is supposedly because of his relationship with his daughter, uh, supposedly being based off of his gymnastics career. Or like, he's like, "Oh, but she's so happy when she's watching me do gymnastics, or whatever." Except right. we spend a, a lot of the episode establishing <laughs> that they have a good relationship, regardless of whether he's doing gymnastics or not. Right. Like this is like, uh, what was the the. The show with the manga, the manga and his daughter. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Where he thinks, it's, yeah, but like, um, yeah, him, him yeah, retiring that, would. There's no reason why it would affect their relationship. 
right. And in fact, like she right. seems smart enough to realize what's going on anyway. Yeah, like right. So he doesn't. He doesn't tell her, and she figures out what's happening. Um, I think that's kind of at the heart of why the, the episode was driving me crazy. <laughs> was everyone? Nobody's communicating. Every single character, yeah. and the the entire episode is getting dragged out like artificially by the fact that nobody will actually just say what they're right, thinking. Right. Like the show the, the whole and episode basically so consists like, of like maybe half a dozen actual meaningful conversations stretched out to twenty two minutes. Right. Like they even make a joke about how like his coach was trying to tell him to retire for years, but he just was not understanding and then the coach wasn't like pushing it. Actually yeah. correcting him or anything. And then you've got like, you know, the ninja guys like he was like, "Who are you? I'm a ninja. What do you what you know? What do you want to do? No, I'm who a ninja." The fuck are like, you? Nobody's. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like every time he tries to communicate with his daughter, the ninja guy interrupts. Just they just like artificially keep dragging out. Like I, he obviously doesn't want to say it, but like uh-huh. they just keep artificially. And I was I was like screaming at the it's thing, like a waste, just, like, like spit it out. My just, time. You're, yeah. Yeah. Stop wasting uh, my I will time. I say the grandma's rad. Oh yeah, uh, the grandma's. Cool. I would, yeah, the ra- grandma's I would cool. rather watch a show about what. Style and grandma was doing in the Showa era. Yeah, like I, I, she's I, like, I built this house with my own hands. Right, like I, I saw, like, I saw yeah, that hell grandma. Yeah, tell me you more. Know what? I bet that grandma could handle the streets of Ikabukuro. <laughs> right, and she's 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 in here talking about the streets of Bukuro. Yeah, right. yeah, she totally is. Right, uh, she's street fucking... as fuck. Uh... God damn it! Yeah, so she, she was great, but I, I everybody else was yeah, driving me insane. Talking bird, they're like, what is with the talking bird? Like the most they give us is ah, we got it from South America. Yeah, yeah, because we should point out he he looks like a cartoon like bird. weird right, bizarre right. cartoon like bird. A in, in a, like, this is like a toucan, the Sam motherfucker. Like just it's a, not even like the like same art style. Blue Chewbill. It's like how last season. Bird. It's not like last season in Decadence when the androids were different art <laughs> yeah. style. Remember how this exact thing happened in Tamako Market? Right, but yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like it's actually worse. Well, the art is worse than Tamako Market, but Tamako Market the bird could talk, and they never explained that. But uh... <laughs> bird talks in no the Tamako Market bird talked like oh, a human, like just straight like up actual sentient human, human being. Not like oh, I, I yes. thought that that's what I thought that that's what you meant here. I thought that the I bird was just no, no. Look, I don't know, man. That bird's holding some conversation. I mean, yeah, no, no, that bird's summer. talking. It's it's, but it's doing like obvious, like you know, quote unquote it's bird called, accent. Right, like, sure, fine. Squawking yeah. its words. Right, he, where right. he's repeating himself Tomico over and over. And, just speak right. like a person. But yeah, it's just it's so it's it's again. Maybe this is just about managed expectations, but. But even then, I think the show itself does feel inconsistent because, as far as I can tell, the gymnastic story part seems genuine. Like it does seem right. to be a genuine story about like, ah, do I have, do I still have what it takes to to make it in this sport? And like, why why do I love this sport? Why do I still do this sport? That part, like that part's not goofy. It's not like it's not silly or self aware. Right. It's just like there are other parts of it that are, and they totally fe- feel incongruous with each other. Yeah. Just yeah, know what to make of it? I think I, I I guess I think I would have liked it if all the adults weren't just idiots. <laughs> yeah. Like they're all, they're all just like, and I, I I could not get behind, you know what was going on, and you know maybe they'll fix that now that the, the big, 
secrets out in the open or whatever, or they're moving on from sure. the retirement thing. I don't know, but it was not a not a fantastic start to say the least. Um, even though, again, I feel like there was potential there. So, you know, maybe they can write the show. Uh, I will I say know. the ending is a uh, oh, cover yes. of Shanghai Honey. Yes, by Orange Range. Yes, uh, uh, a song no that was from, also yeah. featured in Os Tatakai Owendon for the DS. Yep, that's it. That's all I got. And it does have silly yes. dancing, yes. so that was pretty good. So we'll it's give a good that track. Too. Shout, you know, shouts to Owendon. That's a good video yeah, game. Yeah, Owendon's a great video game. <laughs> they should make Elite Beat Agents game. too. <laughs> like yeah. fuck you, Nintendo. Switch, fuck it. Like fuck you. The, the Switch is here. The 3DS is dead and gone, and you never made an Elite Beat Agents two. Like I honestly, mean, fuck you, Nintendo. Like uh, that is maybe uh, the biggest blunder you've ever made. At this uh, point, I would take an Elite Beat Agents re-release. Quite frankly, just uh, yeah. give me something. Yeah, uh, you could do it on uh, Switch too. Uh, so. We don't have time for this next show. For we don't have we don't have any more time. I just want to shout out that. Uh, the, the witch show is, is all right. Wandering it's, witch. Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard that was okay, but I, I didn't know if any of us actually watched it. It seems so very charming list. and low key, and there's not really any stakes, but it it looks nice and and it's you know relaxing and and fun in a way, you know. Yeah. What is the actual title? Uh, I think it's just the okay. wandering <laughs> witch, isn't it? <laughs> okay. So yeah, I, I did hear that that was all right, but like I said, I didn't know if anybody watched it on here so um i know aqua watched it wondering which the journey of elena got it yeah okay so maybe check that out all right so that's gonna somehow made it the end of our list (laughs) there's more shows that have yet to air i'm just gonna put that out there we'll probably there's a couple shows still hanging that either didn't air or we haven't written about them uh-huh. yet or we didn't get to watch them uh, before this i want to uh, do so... a quick shout out to a couple of holdovers that we're still watching um digimon adventure is absolute uh, dog shit it is yeah. appalling it is terrible and carbon <laughs> rider saver is somehow 10 times as worse um, all right oh, great yeah. shout outs <laughs> yeah great shout outs get yeah. your shit together toy yeah like honestly right. like i i just need to put it out there like Common Rider Saber either has like severe production trouble or somebody has just forgotten how to write narrative because the Ugh. last episode honestly Complete fucking mess. Yeah, just felt like it was Frankenstein right. together from like five different episodes. Just a disaster. I literally we'll, we'll have th- thought that I'd somehow gone Go drunk watch like because <laughs> I was so unable to follow what was happening. Yeah. We'll we'll have time to catch up on yeah. that. In the coming weeks, I'm sure. So, all right. So let's uh, do housekeeping. Check us out at theglorioblog.com where we've written about all of these shows and more. So if you want some more in-depth analysis or review or whatever, and you can tell us we're wrong on the post or whatever, but go check those out. Follow us on Twitter at theglorioblog. You can uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, which is new, and uh, Podbean, and you can also check us out on YouTube. Uh, that's pretty much going to do it. So, uh, you know, go tell your friends, tell your enemies, and we'll catch everybody next time. <laughs>